Yes. And we're back. A triumphant return. Fucking beautiful, dude. We're back. Episode 70. 70. Oh, that's awesome. That's crazy. It's getting into the wildness, you know? Yeah, we did 70 episodes in like yeah. three years. That's pretty fucking... That's like one every four weeks. That's pretty fucking astounding. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully we'll be able to start doing it a little bit more regularly now. We had some busy shit to do earlier in this year. So. Yeah, well, you know, March is a busy month too, so I would... That is nothing, true. Nothing, let's not count here. chickens here, buddy. But uh, uh, I'm yeah. thinking by like fall of this year, we're uh-huh. going to be back in the fucking swing. There you go. That's when the weekly hits. I'm feeling pretty good then. Okay. Uh, yeah, we had some big shit happen over yeah. the last couple of weeks, so. Yep. I got married. Oh, yeah. Congrats S- on that. Sorry, ladies. Or more than likely dudes. Yeah, mostly dudes. More dudes are enemy than chicks are, that's for sure. I'd buy it. That's how, just how it is, man. It's the same thing with, like, like dudes that grow beards. Like, you know, I mean, we're, we're both bearded gentlemen. Most of our friends are. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, dude, you gotta grow the beard for the chicks. Like, when was the last time a chick fucking complimented you on your beard? Yeah, it's been a bit. It's almost always dudes who are like, dude, you got a righteous beard, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, yeah. I, I can count on one hand the amount of times that a woman has been like, I like your beard. But then like once a week, I'll hear a dude be like, dude, you got a nice beard. That's awesome. <laughs> <clears throat> Complete strangers, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like you just sit at a bar. guys. like, you got a nice beard. Oh, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Let me so, buy you a drink. Yeah, it would have <laughs> been way easier. Yeah, why, don't, why don't you come to the bathroom? Let me suck your dick. How's that sound? It just—it would have been so much easier to be born gay. <laughs> Sorry, had I made the choice to be gay, I think that would have been easier. Hmm. <laughs> Did you hear that in the background? <laughs> no, I'll edit that out. <sighs> yeah, we've had some busy weeks here. We're gonna yeah. continue to have some busy weeks with your birthday coming up and all that. Yeah, I'm getting old. Yeah, just a big old four zero. Yeah, climbing the hill, buddy. How's that feel? It, it's kind of surreal. It, it's not sinking in at all right now. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know when it's gonna hit me. Probably a couple months from now. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it's on air so we can get some good content out of it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> just dive into an existential oh crisis. Oh, God. Yeah, just let you... Because I'm going to just let you fall apart on that. Oh. I mean, it's it's going to be such a good episode. Why would yeah. I, like, fucking end that? If you're going to have to go through sadness anyway, we might as well get some views out of it. You know there what you I mean? go. That's I'm, a fair point. I'm thinking like a businessman. <laughs> it's not that surprising that it hasn't set in for you, though, because you're really, like... I mean, you are the oldest of our friends, but you're really not that old. You know what I mean? Mm, like, Yeah. I guess so. Yeah, we're we're fairly close in age. Yeah, I mean, we're ten years apart, me yeah. and you. Mm-hmm. And it's like most of the people you hang out with are younger than you, but you hang with us. You know what I mean? It's 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 not like we joke that you're the old dude, but you really, I mean, you hang just fine with everybody. It's it's not like it's six o'clock. You're like, all right, time for dinner, and I'm gonna go to bed. Yeah. And I mean, if that, that decrepit, fucking reanimated corpse can be president, I don't see why you can't just hang out with a bunch of thirty-year-olds. <laughs> You're not drinking me under the table just yet. I, I, I can hang a bit. Oh, for sure. Like, whenever you choose not to get fucked up, you don't choose that because you're like, oh, I can handle my liquor, I'm going to get you fucked Like, you just don't feel like getting drunk. Yeah. You only get drunk I just when don't you want to fight the hangover the next day, really. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. I get that. Yeah. So, I mean, fuck, I'm, I'm going to be 30 in April, and my, my hangovers are getting worse for sure. Mm. It's about time. Like, you, you haven't had bad ones lately. Dude, I miss the days where I just wouldn't get hangovers. That was the tits. <laughs> it felt so good. Never thought I would look back on those days like that, but fuck, was that fun. Yeah. Go out at, like, fucking stay out till 2 a.m., go home, sleep for four hours, and go to work and be like, oh, I kind of feel shitty in the morning, but have, like, a Red Bull and be fine. Mm-hmm. Not or just an extra cup of coffee or something. Yeah, get, not yeah. anymore, bro. And I was like, <laughs> I gotta get a Gatorade, I gotta shit three times, and fucking <laughs> take two Advil, and maybe I'll be okay. Yeah. 
Maybe I can be halfway productive at work. <laughs> What's fun is I've, I've gotten to the point at my work where I, I don't even lie to him. I'll just tell him that I'm hungover. Like, hey, man, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm just hungover. Like, like, is that all right? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. It's just a hangover. It's not a big yeah. deal. It happens all the time. Only because you drink all the time. Yeah, exactly. Well, okay. I'm going to stop drinking. <laughs> That's stupid. I like drinking a lot. Quitters never win. Just drinking's too fun to quit. Why would I quit drinking? Like, if I wasn't paying my bills or something, or if I was losing my job, then yeah, maybe I'd think about quitting drinking. But I pay all my fucking bills. I go to work. I can, I can drink if I want. Fuck you. I just wish I had a lower tolerance. So it'd be cheaper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it would be cheaper. I don't have to drink as much. Yeah. I think that's a big part of my hangover is just the, the pure just the, volume yeah. <laughs> that I have to consume to get a fucking, like, get drunk on. I have, like, fucking eight or nine beers, and it's like, okay, yeah, that I'm going to pay for that later. Yeah. That's where, like, most of my pukes come from. It's just, like, there's just too much in my stomach. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm the king of the puke and rally. <laughs> I'm just like, all right, fucking made some room. Let's do this, boys. We can't possibly process this and piss it out. It's got to go somewhere else. <laughs> it's just pure volume at that point. It's like, okay, yeah, the human body can't hold that much liquid at one time. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> That's why you got to be taller. Start switching to hard liquor, I guess. I don't want to do that, though. I, I like beer too much. Yeah. I was on a beer cleanse. Did I, did I tell you about that? Uh, I know Emma was. I didn't know about you. Yeah, I did it for about like a month and a half leading up to the wedding. Oh, okay. I didn't drink any beers. I had some White Claws every now and then. But I was doing the vodka and waters like she was doing. That's how you fit in that fancy tux, huh? I, I did drop about 10 pounds just from not drinking beer for a wow. month and a half. <laughs> <laughs> That's not nothing. Like, it's, I'm definitely drinking too much beer, but mm. I like it, so I don't really care. Like, I'll, I'll get over it. I'll just do a couple extra reps. That'll make up for it. It's fine. Okay. But I'm not going to, beer's too much fun, dude. I, I love beer. Out of all the, I mean, and I like all the alcohols. I'm not picking favorites here. Except for Fireball. I'm not a fan of that anymore. Or, uh, Rumplemints. Oh. Yeah. I'll, I'll go in on you on that one. <clears throat> I can still drink Rumplemints. I found that out of the wedding because a friend of mine bought me a Rumplemint shot. Oh, I, no shit. And, yeah, and I hadn't had Rumplemints in, fuck, I don't know, seven years. Yeah. <laughs> it, had been, it had been a while. It, it's been a bit. And uh, so I, got, I can still drink that at least. Fireball I cannot drink anymore. I can hardly smell this shit and it makes my stomach hurt. <laughs> I got so sick off it that one time. I'm pretty sure I had alcohol poisoning. Can you have, like, big red gum? I, I never liked that to begin with. Oh, okay. I was never a big fan of that. Fireball was just, like, it tasted like candy, and it went, it went down quick. So we just fucking would get loaded on it. And uh, I think I've told the story before on Christmas Eve. Oh, yeah. Yeah, with my aunt, with, with my two aunts and me. We had three of the real big bottles of Fireball they had. And we emptied all three of them and on Christmas <laughs> Eve, and I was so fucking sick the next day. I was sick that night, and then the next day I threw up water, mm. so I'm pretty sure I had al- alcohol poisoning. And I just, I, I can't do Fireball anymore, dude. I'm out. <laughs> no more. And I'll admit it to everybody, like, I can't do fucking Fireball. <laughs> somebody bought me a Fireball shot at the wedding, and it's because somebody was across the room yelling like hey you know what 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 shot do you want and my fucking dickhead family was like get a fireball because <laughs> they know i can't fucking drink it and you know i didn't just i wasn't born like this i was trained okay. so of course they had to fucking like get a fireball get a fireball and then they actually got me fireball because he didn't know my family and didn't know that they were fucking with me happiest day of your life and they fucking trolled you <laughs> and he well he like put that in front of me I'm like i'm not drinking that 
He's like, why not? I'm like, I don't like, I, I can't drink Fireball. He's like, well, your your family was telling me to get you Fireball. I'm like, yeah, because they know I throw up on it and they think that's funny. He's like, that's fucked up. I'm like, that's just how my family is, dude. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah, Emma's mom might have been the one to do the Fireball for me. <laughs> can't really taking the bullet. Might have been why she was so fucked up. She got pretty drunk. A lot of people got drunk at our wedding. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good time by all. It worked out pretty well. I think everybody had a good time. I finally married the Queen of Questions, so I think I am now the Duke of Questions. Mm. I'm the Duke of Inquiries. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to follow the British monarchy. So I, I can't be king, but I can be a duke. Or whatever the fuck else there. Earls? Is 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 that still a thing? It might be. Isn't it like a, like a dumb title they have? They're like the Earl of Hampshire. <laughs> and like, there's some weird old school law that he can take he can take four goats from any one British citizen in a fiscal quarter. Yeah. For only half of a hay penny. For only half a hay penny. All I want is the right of prima nocta. That's all I'm trying to get. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty re- sure I put that in your vow, right? I'm gonna reinstate that real quick. Yeah. Start tagging ass. <laughs> <laughs> you believe that was a fucking thing? That's insane. The king's like, look, you wanna live in my land, that's cool, but I gotta fuck that virgin wife of yours first, bro. Right. Kings were the first fuck boys. Yo, what's up, girl? You like my powdered wig? What's up? Yo, I got this giant tower I live in. I just mm-hmm. shit in a hole and it hits the bottom floor. You can't even smell it anymore. You want some rose water? We all smell like shit. We're covered in lice. Well, they don't ever mention that in all the fucking fun romance fantasy novel shit. Like fucking Game of Thrones or Robin Hood and stuff like that with the fact that like her bush would be so matted and thick. It would look like a fucking, it would look like a goddamn thorn bush covered in lice that are visible lice, (laughs) easily visible lice. And it's like, no, please. Yes. And then she laid down in the moss and her maiden head was given to him. It's like, yeah. And it's, and it smelled like fucking rusty pennies. It was terrible. (laughs) You get it fucking a river for the first time. That's where uh, bouquets came from. Did you know that? I did not. Yeah, because women smelled like... Well, everybody smelled like shit. But the bride would carry down a thing of roses or flowers or something. So something would smell kind of nice. And maybe you wouldn't be able to smell the fact that she hadn't showered in three years. Because they thought that showering is how the devil got to you or some bullshit (laughs) like that. Fucking idiots. Fucking Middle Ages. Dummies. Although, apparently the Vikings were very clean for the time. Oh, yeah? Mm Mm-hmm. Because they bathe in the blood of their enemies? No, they bathe regularly once a week. Oh, okay. And Even like, on the ships? Yeah. Oh. That's why they bathe once a week, because they all lived on ships together all the time. And, like, you're in pretty close quarters there. You don't want somebody fucking stanking up. So it's like, <laughs> wash that ass, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, they would bathe, like, once a week, and they comb their hair every day. And they had, like, they had a little kit they would carry with them that had, like, shit to clean out their ears and brush their hair and their beard and stuff like that. Like, Damn. Vikings were pretty clean for the time. There's like this, somebody found some uh, uh, historical record thing of some English bitch in the 1400s, some dude who was talking about how they had to get the Vikings out of the country because they were tempting the women too much because they were clean and like <laughs> smelled good. It's like, we got these fucking six foot blonde chads with their braided beards and their non-smelling pits. And they're trying to fuck my wife. We got to burn these motherfuckers out. Yeah, there's a lot of fun shit with weddings and stuff like that, though. And it all comes from the fact that people were stupid, drunk, 
and dirty all the time. <laughs> Everyone was, like, hallucinating most of the time, too, which is kind of fun. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because everybody was, like, basically on a low-grade mushroom trip because the food and shit would get tainted, so you were eating mold and stuff a lot, and... Like mushrooms mm. and uh, that's true. There's no refrigeration of any kind. Yeah, yeah. You like you either had to salt cure it or smoke it, or you just fucking ate it. Like uh, what is it? Ergot poisoning, which is like the and like arsenic and stuff like that is slightly uh, psychoactive, similar to, like a mushroom trip. So people were like kind of hallucinating a lot too and shit. <laughs> which is probably where a lot of the fucking uh, crazy ass uh, fairy tales and shit came from. Yeah, it's a theory, and that's where the uh, Salem witch trials happened from was that they had had like a rainy fall or something like that. So the grain supplies would have been tainted and there was a bunch of ergot poisoning, which was making people uh, hallucinate a lot. And that's why they were seeing like fucking spirits and shit like that. Or it was because of the witches. Yeah. Or it's just because there's a bunch of fucking witches running around. Ever yeah. think about that? Bunch of women who don't want to fuck missionary. Can you believe that? <clears throat> Heathens. Heathens. Bunch of women who would prefer it if their pussies could get wet before you jammed it in there. Fucking whores. <laughs> why do they think they have the right? Devil touched whores. That's why <laughs> that's why the Arabs cut their clits off was to make sure that shit didn't happen. Okay. <laughs> I'll come back hot, dude. You really are. I'm fucking ready. Take an ad break and we're gonna come back to the history of the world with <laughs> Zach Miltry. A lot of it is just alcohol and hallucination and fucking, which is I mean, <laughs> I like all three of those things. Mm, yeah. so. You can speak highly on each topic. I got a lot of experience in two of them. <laughs> and it ain't fucking. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, we had the big wedding. Yeah. Uh, you were there. I was. What'd you think? Pretty good? Um, yeah, from my point of view. I think it went well. Excellent, excellent. You know, all eyes were on me. I was center stage. Yeah? It was nice. You have a pretty good speech. You think so? Yeah, I, I thought so. I, I tried it. to class it up a bit for you, you know? Yeah, I liked it. Okay. You were, you were the only dude to give a speech for me. That's I, true. I yeah. appreciated that. Yeah. Had to tie it to the pod, too. <clears throat> yeah, that was a good plug. I, I appreciated that, that's... too. That was a smart, smart biz decision. Yeah. It was good thinking. I think we're going to have a lot of new listeners here oh, that were sure. there at that wedding. <laughs> no, they were too drunk to remember what the oh. fuck you were talking about. Yeah. I was just glad one of my dudes fucking gave me a speech. <laughs> Emma's got all of her bridesmaids running up there to talk for 45 minutes. Yeah, all they, my dudes are ordering, fucking running a train on her or something. All yeah. my fucking dudes are ordering beers at the bar. I guess I don't have any <laughs> friends. Thanks, dudes. Appreciate it. They fuck actually came heads. up to me like five minutes beforehand. Just, I just came up with that on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll believe it. <laughs> <clears throat> it's not that hard. No. Did I tell you that? I had to struggle for a couple of those letters. I, I was reaching... There was a couple reaches. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. It happens. Oh, it was really hard. I couldn't think of anything that you liked or loved that had O's. So I was just like, well, Optimus Prime, sure. Optimus Prime's not bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who doesn't like Transformers? Onion They're rings. Pretty bad. Onion rings would have been a good mm, one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I must be hungry. Onion rings was the first thing that popped on my mind. I don't know if I've ever seen you eat one. Yeah, I mean, that might be true. It's the last time you saw somebody eat an onion ring, though. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a good point. They're still good. They are. But it's usually a side option. Like Something know. else for O that I like. Oral sex. Oral sex would have been a good one. Octopus. Hmm. Octopuses. Octopuses are cool. Octopi. That's my okay. favorite animal. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, that's right. You did tell a story about that. Yeah, How they're smart and shit. Yeah, they're like fucking extraterrestrials, dude. They're yeah. fucking amazing. All right. What are some other ones? When I go back in time, I'll change that. <laughs> 
And some other good ones. I was hard. I think so. Indicas. Uh, <laughs> it's a strain of marijuana. <laughs> oh yeah, but that, I think I nailed that one when I, you know, the, the pressures of the last minute I threw in interrupting. So <laughs> interrupting's yeah. a pretty good one. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, I respect it. Oh, you was the other really tough one. Where I just went with underground ska punk because I was like, I got to throw ska in there somehow, <laughs> but I wanted to get the you know the crowd behind me and do second last chance for the S. Fair. And I didn't want to say ska. So you're a you're a crowd pleaser. Yeah, I can respect that. I think we had a good one. It was a we good did. time. That's finally done. So now Emma can relax for a little bit. Cause you she think was, so? Oh, she was stressing the fuck out for about a month leading up to it. I never noticed. Yeah, you don't live with her. No, oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> she's fine i'm not like uh-huh. I'm, I'm i'm not doing the cliche my my wife that kind of bullshit but she was stressed the fuck out and i i kept asking her why is she stressed she's like i don't know <laughs> i'm just stressed I'm like that's cool just be okay. stressed then it's all right it's not it's gonna be fine don't worry about it she's cool now it's all good all right she enjoyed it she she said she had a good time she's not like totally sure about this whole staying with me for everything but she yeah. liked the wedding she had a good time with that okay i mean forever with you it could be you know five more minutes so it's a good point <laughs> you never know you never know when i'm finally gonna reach the edge and just fucking call it <laughs> call a short time and be done with it <laughs> let's at least finish the episode here take the fucking early i don't want to have to edit out oh that. my god dude if i commit suicide on this yeah. podcast you better not edit that out that'd be amazing well, it'd be like fucking evidence or something. I'd probably be accused of murder. Whenever I go, hey guys, check this out, and just blow my head off. Yeah. <laughs> fucking right into the microphone. <laughs> we're we're going to make sure it's a video podcast by by then. That way everybody can see. Okay, so I got time then. <laughs> what an episode though, right? Like, fuck yeah. it, that guy went on a good one. <laughs> it got announced that the Joker was getting a sequel, and he just fucking yeah. blew his brains. <laughs> I can't live in that world. He's just like, fuck this. I'm not, I'm not, I refuse. He called up Vladimir Putin, he said, send the nukes, and then he shot himself in the head. He was done. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, we, what, have you, what have you been up to, though, buddy? I have been doing some home improvements. True. Yeah. We're going to be watching some movie marathons on a new projector here that I purchased. Yeah, you, got, you got yourself a new fancy high-end projector? I did. It's definitely been well overdue for my upgrade. I've had the old one since January of 09. So. Yeah, you know what? Cheer, cheers to the old girl. There we go. All right. Good. Thank you. Ooh, that picked she, up nice. She put up quite a fight, man. Yep. Finally had enough people telling me the truth that I needed to face facts and upgrade. I mean, you you definitely got your money's worth. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you, you got like what, 17 years out of it. Yeah. It's not bad. That's, that, that's longer than most bands stay together. So... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, I added up the other day. It was six different places I've lived now that I've had this thing <laughs> mounted up. That's badass. Yeah. I think that's that's one thing I'm not going to fall into. What's that? Is Living in a bunch of places? No, 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 oh. no. Although that probably too, because okay. I don't like changing shit. I, don't, I think that's the one, like, because a, a lot of my boys, you and, and Zabel and Daniel and shit, you guys got the projectors. You mm. like them. And I, I mean, I think they're cool. Yeah, I got nothing against them, but I just—it seems like too much work for me. I'm not, I'm not going to care that much about something. <laughs> nah, just, I'll get a TV for 150 bucks. I'm good. Yeah, there's there's things to be said for that too. But oh no, I'm not like talking shit on it. It's just not. Yeah, I could I I could spend that money on alcohol. 
That's true. So I'm not going to do that. Yeah. And why do I need to buy one? I got three friends that have one. If well, I want to watch go. something on a projector, I'll just go over to their fucking house. Yeah, and bring the alcohol that you just mentioned. Yeah. So we're good. Yeah. So it all works out. Yeah. My, my TV is just for me. I just play fucking PlayStation on it. Like, <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. Little shout out to Daniel, fan of the show, avid listener. And uh, he's he came over, helped me out, got it mounted, and uh, calibrated. You mounted and calibrated Daniel? I did, yeah. Was he tight? Uh, slightly. Rachel had gotten to him before, I think. Pretty you know. blown out at yeah. that point? Mm-hmm. Like a wizard sleeve? Mm, yeah, it depends on the wizard. <laughs> Not so much id, you know? Oh, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Do you even get that joke? Is that comic strip too old for you? Id the wizard? The, wiz- the wizard of id, yeah. I kind of remember that. Okay. And then you play to my audience here. What, your dad? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only one who listens to this podcast, you might get that. He's big on Spotify now, so he'll probably search us Oh, that's us true. Up. We are yeah. on Spotify. Yeah. We're on everything that cast pods. Well, I don't know about everything. There's probably some niche service that just right, started up We're on all the big ones, though, because yeah. we go through Anchor. Which is pretty impressive. We need to stop to think about that, too. It's that, it's that Anchor website, dude. It'll yeah. let you throw that shit on there. They don't care. <laughs> we'll, we'll put up whatever. I got another podcast called Two Dogs Fucking, and it's just Two Dogs Fucking, oh. 45 minutes a week. Wow. Doesn't get a lot of listens, but they let me put it up there. Okay. It does get flagged for COVID misinformation, though, so I don't know why that is. Hmm. But hey, what are you going to do? Life in the big city. It's a living. It's a living. That's <laughs> what one of the dogs said, or if we got fucked in the ass. Hmm. <laughs> oh, you're in the show, too. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, I'm fucking oh. those dogs hard. <laughs> get Guess how we do it. Missionary. That's doggy style, idiot. Good God. If if I'm going to softball him in there, you got to at least throw me something. You got to say doggy style or fucking reverse cowgirl or something funny. Hmm. We play the lipstick game. Reverse missionary. Reverse missionary? Yeah. Yeah, picture that. It's a dog, so it's, you know, more flexible. Not if it's a German Shepherd, they got bad hips. Oh, okay. Be careful. Throw them out of alignment. And you got to shoot them afterwards. Otherwise, they'll, they'll tell your secret. <laughs> 23 minutes in, yep. dog fucking. There nailed. we go. <laughs> yeah. Right. This is good. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I'm doing good. I'm right, right back in the swing of things. Yep. See, it's fun because now I'm married. So I don't have to worry about like being attractive to anybody. It's like, I'm set. I don't care. The so bar is low. Oh, yeah, it's going to get fucking crazy in this shit. I'm going to start taking my shirt off. <laughs> rub my nipple on this microphone. Maybe we better put that pop filter back down. Oh, oh, oh I'm going to pop all over this fucking place. Looks like Spider-Man. <laughs> Throwing arcing ropes. Spell my name on the walls. Look, a bunch of, look like a yogurt factory exploded. Is that good soundproofing? I need to get some soundproofing. We're going to find out. Okay. It ain't good childproofing, that's for sure. Get you in prison. <laughs> oh, okay. Hmm? Hmm? <sighs> Fuck what we talking about? Mm. Right, yeah, you got a new uh, projector. <laughs> yep, <laughs> thanks, sure did. Thanks for hooking that up, Daniel. We all, all appreciate right. it, mm-hmm. you, you dog fucker. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh... Yeah, you're beyond raining in now. I'm getting it's back a whole, into it's it. It's a whole new Zach. Dude, I'm getting back into it, bro. We're all just, we're, we're in. Because, see, here's the thing. She can't testify against me in court now. 
Oh, yeah, that's true. So I can pretty much say whatever I want at this point. The chains are off. Yeah, everyone knows that you can't convict a husband and wife of the same crime. So I'm pretty much in the clear. Vice versa, too. Oh, what is she going to (laughs) do? You just wait and see. She's been waiting this whole time. It's probably not going to be funny. I can guarantee that. Yeah. Be violent. I I love her very much. Your voice has just white noised her at this point. Oh yeah, it, it it has been for about five years. Oh okay. That that's why you had that to tap didn't take her. long. That's why you had to tap her on the shoulder when I was done saying my vows. She mm-hmm. had no idea to stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a constant stream. That's why she went first. Coming out of my stupid fat mouth all the time, <laughs> talking constantly. That's the whole reason we started this podcast. See if it made me stop talking for a little bit. It didn't. Yeah, a little pressure release valve. <laughs> just gonna bleed the pressure off for the fucking O ring pops. <laughs> Look, it's it's either this or I go stand on a street corner and just yell at people that walk by. Yeah, and you've already been inside for that a couple times. So. <laughs> I mean, it was a warning. Oh, okay. I don't know if it's a citation. <laughs> I forget. I just remembered for uh, for the Super Bowl we were over at Megan and Mike's. Yeah. And Megan's friend had her kid there, mm-hmm. and so I was just trying to like teach him the worst things ever. As you do, yeah. Because he was like. 12 or 13. Yeah, very <laughs> yeah. impressionable. I told him that the coronavirus was propaganda made up by the Chinese to overthrow capitalism. And I was like, and make sure to go to school and tell him all that, too, while you're... <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to know if that kid got detention for anything that I taught him, because I'm really hoping he did. That's the legacy you're going to leave behind? Mm-hmm. Well, I told him that it, it was the Jews who invented the, the Chinese who created the coronavirus, and I just... I, I wanted to see if he, if he would say that. <laughs> Just ruin this kid's life for a bit. <laughs> just stacking up the layers. It's fucking hilarious to me. I just want to see what the teacher's face was, would would be like if he said that. Be like, what? how many fucking, how many conspiracy theories is that? Who are you hanging out with? <laughs> what the fuck is that? That's not even QAnon. That's further. I'm like, QAnon is fucking made up by space aliens to try to get you away from the actual truth, which is that we're in a dog bowl made of fucking pedophiles, and you can't fucking exist in here. Birds aren't real. And that's oh, oh, birds. Everyone knows birds aren't real. It's one of my favorite things, though. By the way, is birds aren't real. Yeah, I I almost want to believe it. I I just you know something that unbelievable and fantastical. If that was true, like imagine how like earth shattering that would be. I mean, at this point, why not believe it? Who cares? Yeah. It's way more fun than any of the shit that's actually happening in real life. Definitely, I'd rather birds not be real than I don't know have my entire society ran by blood soaked pedophiles. There you go. <laughs> but what if that's what the birds are? Blood-soaked pedophiles? Mm-hmm. No, they're just working for them. They're uh, just following orders. Uh, and they charge wirelessly. That's why they have to sit on uh, power lines. That so they recharge. Sense. Everybody knows that. That's science. So you think trees are also power banks, secretly? Some of them are, yeah. Okay. They're 5G towers that give you uh, cancer there and calcify go. your third eye so that you can't see the interdimensional aliens who are trying to take us to truth. Mm-hmm. Idiot. They live. Read a book. <laughs> you, you get the special sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> you get a fight in an alley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put on the glasses. <laughs> Eleven minutes later. Oh, that movie's so good. It's one of the best fight scenes of all time, by the way. Yeah. And that movie's just fucking fantastic. It's Roddy Roddy Piper. I mean, what are we talking about here? Oh. We talking truth or we just fucking around? Which one is it? Because Roddy Roddy Piper's the man. And Keith David, who's also the fucking man. Oh, it's been stated. That was in the Ada Ray episode. I watched it for the first time last year, and that was one of my 
top ten movies that I'd seen for the first time. They Live? Yeah. How'd you never seen that before? I don't know. I'd have brought that to you way sooner. I just assumed you had seen that. Yeah, I had a little little carpenter holes in my in my repertoire, and I tried to fill those up last year, and everything was really good. Dude, Carpenter really hasn't made a bad movie. Uh, apparently, some of his later stuff isn't great. Like but, what? Like uh, vampires and ghosts of Mars. Apparently, I love Ghost of Mars. Oh yeah, I think it's fucking tight. It's got okay. Ice Cube in it, and they're fighting demons and shit on a planet. It's like the first Doom. Oh, I love it. Badass. Okay, who didn't like Ghost of Mars? Not a lot of people. It doesn't have very good. Fucking ratings. point them out to me. Emma didn't. Show me where they are and line them up because they're getting slapped in the teeth one by one. <laughs> Tell them I sent them. Bullshit. Ghost of Mars is badass. What was the other one? Vampires? John Carpenter's yeah. Vampire? Mm-hmm. I, I like that movie too, I'll be honest with you. Okay. It's not as good as Ghost of Mars, but it's still pretty good. What was other from his late catalog? Oh, his like uh, Children of the Damned remake or whatever. People kind of crap on that a bit. I kind of like that movie too, to be honest with you. Okay. I liked everything that John Carpenter's made so far. Okay. Way better than James Cameron. Play that fucking much. You also had a controversial take on Escape from L.A.? I think Escape from L.A. is... Uh, I like Escape from L.A. better than Escape from New York. Hmm. I don't think it's a better movie. I just oh. like it better. Oh, okay. I think they're both equally great films. I just happen to like Escape from L.A. more. Escape from New York is cool because it was shot in fucking East St. Louis. So, that's kind of cool. Yeah. But I think Escape from L.A. is a, is more fun and I enjoy that film more. I mean, if you're going to have a walled-off city filled with criminals, like, why not go to East St. Louis? Yeah, we didn't build that wall big enough. <laughs> we got to blow up the bridges. <laughs> now you're mixing your movies. That's Dark Knight Rises. No, that wasn't the criminals. That was... They they gave the city back, remember? No, I only saw it once. Gotham is yours. <laughs> I give it back to the people. Let them decide. Zabel's better at it than I am, but I still like to do it. All right, we're going to get him on this podcast now from now on. First episode is on Saturday. Nice. Yeah, he'll be totally down for that. We can still keep it A to Z, too. It's true. He's able. Yeah, he'll definitely love that after we work outside for a couple hours cutting down trees. Mm-hmm. He's going to totally want to sit in here and listen to me drunkenly talk about bullshit. Oh, I didn't say you'd be on. I'm saying he's replacing you. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Then. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go outside and smoke weed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I think Escape from L.A. is more fun. I like Escape from L.A. more than I like Escape from New York. I love both of the films. I think they're perfect films. And if you, if you have the time, you should watch both. Yeah. But I like Escape from L.A. better. It's just me. But it's got a lot of good shit in it. It's got Bruce Campbell. It's got fucking Steve Buscemi. Fucking, uh... It's got the part with the can. The Tijuana rules where he throws the can up in the air and then after supposed to fire the can lands and he just shoots them all. He's like, mm. never look at the can. It's fucking badass. He went all like fucking Wyatt Earp on him. It's got surfing. It does. He surfs in. This, the CGI is amazing <laughs> too in that. Have you guys ever watched that? It's been a while. That's the it. It ages so well. It doesn't. Yeah, I know it's a joke. Speaking of CGI, though, did you know how they did the thing in Escape from New York? The thing was a different movie from Escape from New York. The thing is probably his best movie, though. It is. Honestly, and there's no CGI in that fucker, dude. There's it's no need practical. for it. It's so good. That's why it ages so well. Yeah. But uh, in Escape from New York, you know how they're doing the like little wireframe fly into the city. Yeah. That's not CGI. 
Oh, that's not either. That's a scale like matte painting. It was like matte black, and they used neon green and like painted the squares and like scrolled the camera through it. It's like a one like a scale model. Wow. Yeah. How cool is that? That's awesome. Because John Carpenter's a fucking insane person. <laughs> He's like, yeah, fucking paint me some squares, yeah. and I'm putting my fucking camera through it. Don't talk to me. <laughs> Don't look me in the eye. The Thing is probably his best movie, though. That movie's so fucking good. I could watch that for days. How is that not on that top 100 poster, by the way? That's a very good question. That might be one of the... I mean, The Thing is top five best horror films ever made, easily. Yeah. I'd say so. I mean, they they did put Alien on there, which I would put directly in line with The Thing. I mean, those are... They're of a similar mold, yeah. That's A and B, hmm. for sure. But yeah, I don't know how the thing's not on there. That's fucked up, really. Now the thing, I'm gonna take that poster down when I get home. That's bullshit. <laughs> I'm not gonna have that kind of blasphemy in my house. You've lost your privileges. Not in this house. You wanna take a little break and go to some topics? Yeah, we might as well. Okay. I'm out of bourbon anyway. Yeah. So you think it's topic time? I think it's topic time. All right. We're gonna call out our buddy Daniel again here, right off the bat. Oh no. Dude, he's he's gonna be buying this soon. You're gonna be seeing this at his house. Oh, you know Christ. how much he likes his tech. Oh yeah, anything new he's gonna buy. Yeah. That's his shit. Amazon has announced a sci-fi like ring security drone that is now available for pre-order. Oh, fuck sakes! <laughs> I can't wait to every time I walk into Dato's house here. Yeah, this a fucking drone lights up. Yep. For 250 bucks, the Ring Always Home Cam is designed to keep tabs on activity going on inside your home without the need to having multiple cameras set up inside your house. <laughs> the drone features a built-in LED that automatically lights activate when flying at night or in areas with low light while the footage is captured in 1080p video. The, des- the drone is designed to only record footage while it is flying. And when it is not in use, it will sit in a charging dock that covers the lens. Oh, yeah, totally. Amazon's so, not going to steal oh, your identity. Yeah. That's ridiculous. <laughs> they would just keep your personal information. Yeah. Yes, there's the charging dock. And there it is flying up out of it. So you're going to be seeing that smacking you in the face. Christ, dude. Yeah, I can't wait for that thing to fly <laughs> into me when I'm drunk at his house one night. Mm-hmm. Oh, Christ. Yep. And it's perfect for him because it was designed for a single floor. So if you live in a house with many stairs like a townhouse, we're hoping to have the drone cover the entire inside of your home. This might not be the purchase for you. Okay. Yeah, no, he's he's going to love it. Until his cat bats the shit out of the air. <laughs> smacks that bitch down. The Always Home Cam is also not designed to fly for extended periods with a battery life of only five minutes before it requires a charge. Well, why release it? <laughs> like, fucking, why don't you hold on to it for another year and make the battery better? It's just going to do a lap and then goes back and docks itself, man. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for the government to take that thing over. You're trying to sleep and you just hear... <laughs> well, at least you'll know, you know? It hovers above your bed as you're trying to file. They hack into your phone right now. You don't even know. <laughs> Whenever you're filing your taxes, the fucking thing automatically turns on. <laughs> yeah. sits over your shoulder. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah, I mean... Sure. Why not? Everybody else is bugging themselves. Let's have another fucking listening device in our home. This there one can go. fly. Yeah. <sighs> what could go wrong? That is one thing that's just not going to be in my house. Daniel? No. Oh. I'm fine with Daniel. I just, I don't want, like, I don't do the Alexa. I'm never going to have an Alexa. Oh, I'm not going to yeah. have any of that shit. I don't ever use my Siri on my phone. Mm-hmm. I just, it, there's something creepy about it. I don't like it. Maybe I'm just a weird fucking unibomber, but I'm not a fan of listening devices in my house. Yeah. Next topic, continuing the 
ever vigilant warning of you know robots are going to be taking us over soon of the singularity uh-huh. <laughs> whenever humans and ai finally merge we got a new article that living robots called xenobots can now reproduce scientists say i mean do you have to name them after like fucking horror villains <laughs> yeah, like exactly. why can't we name them happy bots or something life bots something cool that would yeah. make us not horrified Scientists have now created the first living robots that reveal that the organisms known as xenobots can now reproduce on their own. Created using stem cells from the African clawed frog, xenobots are less than one millimeter wide. They can move, work together as a group, and even self-heal. Perfect. Nothing bad can happen from this. Yeah. This is a great idea. And now scientists have developed them. They have found a way they can reproduce in an entirely new way, completely different from the biological reproduction of any living plant or animal. Great. Let's the, yeah, fucking new, inject me full of them. Let's do it. I don't care. This new form of reproduction sees the xenobots effectively harvest loose stem cells, gathering them together into piles, which then mature into more xenobots. That's how the Matrix happened. If I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what happened in the Matrix. Mm-hmm. What? I mean, whatever. I don't even fucking care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even give a shit. Just do it. I'm either going to be living in a fucking cabin by myself, or I'm just going to be the first in line. Like, yeah, fill me up with these fucking nanobots. Let's do this. I don't even care anymore. Let's fucking roll. (laughs) I just, you know, I feel like we've had a lot of stories and movies and shit telling us not to do shit like this. And yet we keep doing shit like this. Stem cells are often used in medicine to replace damaged cells or to fight certain forms of cancer and blood-related diseases. However, their use as biological robots involved merely harvesting the cells from frog embryos and leaving them to incubate. How did they talk frogs into having abortions to get the stem cells? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, what, what bad can come from this that we invented robots that will eat uh, stem cells to cure themselves? There's no way that ends badly for us in any kind of a way. Yeah. They harvest stem cells themselves, put them in a pile, and then they become more robots. Yeah, the robots harvest organic material mm-hmm. to feed themselves. Yeah, I don't yeah. see how this could be bad for us at all. Yeah, I think we're fine. Yeah. You know what? Why do we even get these doors locked? Let's open the door. Let that fucking shit go. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Why don't if we something drop bad it? happens, the drone will catch it, and we'll be fine. Yeah, let's, let's put a whole barrel of it into the ocean right now. Who cares? I don't <laughs> even give a shit anymore. Just fucking <laughs> let it happen. Yeah. Russia's going to nuke us any day now anyway, so go, go, fucking go for it. With arms wide open, man. Creed had it right. Yeah, I don't. I don't even. Just <laughs> let it happen. I'm just gonna go out drunk and high. I don't care. Yeah. Fuck it. I'm gonna watch that flash from that. Is that Russian missiles coming in? Mm-hmm. And I see that flash coming in. I'm gonna fucking light a bowl and just, just sip a beer. And be like, fucking, let's do it. I don't even care. Hopefully, you can have this on in the background. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Ooh. Have you seen this trailer yet? I have not. All right. Excited for that, I'm sure. Fuck yeah, finally got my boy in there. Miguel O'Hara, Spider-Man 2099. Although it almost looked like they were trying to make him the villain or something. I'm hoping mm-hmm. they don't do that, because that would bum me out. Maybe he's the villain because he was actually the first half-Latino Spider-Man. Yeah. And now Miles has taken all the glory. And he's like, fuck that. I was the first. So they did interview Lord Miller about this. Oscar Isaac's Spider-Man 2099 is seen attacking Miles in the first teaser. Lord Miller discussed how he had one condition on taking the gig. Don't make me boring. He's made a really complex character out of Miguel O'Hare, and he's definitely not boring. Okay. So we're going to see Miles hopping between different universes, and the teaser is just a taste of what the team is looking to create. 
Furthermore, every dimension looks and feels radically different from all the others. They all look like they were drawn by a different artist. I like that. The pair also confirmed that there will be more spider people in Across the Spider-Verse, both familiar and new. Miles will reunite with some old friends and meet a lot of new ones. I mean, as long as we can get Spider-Ham and Spider-Man Noir back, I'm mm. fine. Uh, for those worried that there may be any type of limitations on the team making this new film, Lord and Miller shared that we're getting to do more or less everything we have ever wanted. Sony pretty much just let them go. Oh, yeah, I mean, they've, they've got to have just, like, fucking a blank check at this point, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, uh, End of the Spider-Verse made so much money and won so many awards and shit. There's no way that they're not just like, yeah, do whatever the fuck you want. Like, yeah. go for it. There is something fun about, uh, I mean, and you tell me if you uh, agree with it, because you're also a comic book nerd like me. Oh, yeah. Of watching the movies go into the multiverse shit now. Oh, yeah, dude. Where it's like, because, like, you know, it's it, it's been heavy in the comics for... Oh, absolutely, yeah, that's the last 101, basically, yeah. yeah. That was, like, the the first idea that comic books have was, like, let's make alternate universes. And then, mm-hmm. like, the second idea was 20 years later, like, what if those universes met, though? And, like, yeah. it's kind of fun to watch the movies do that now. Absolutely. Yeah, we, we don't have to wait too much longer. October 7th of this year for Fuck part yeah. one. Dude, I'm just I'm so happy to finally see my fucking boy, dude. Yeah. I've been I've been on the Spider-Man 2099 train for a uh, while. Oh yeah. And there are I knew you were going to love the movie, but I was like, yeah, like, once you see that post-credit scene, oh, yeah, I can't it's, wait. It's yeah. my shit. I love Spider-Man 2099. That's my favorite Spider-Man. Miguel O'Hara, Spider-Man 2099 is my favorite Spider-Man. And I don't give a fuck who knows it. You take that take that to the bank, nerds. <laughs> No, that looks good. I am bummed that it looked like Gwen Stacy was wearing Converse, which is fine. It's, it's a fine choice. Yeah, I'm wearing Converse right that's, now. That's your shoe of choice, too. So. But I liked it when she had her like ballerina slippers on, because that was kind of a fun <laughs> thing for her. Because, I mean, her character, she was a ballet dancer, so I liked that like, they had a ballet slipper for her suits. Yeah. But, you know, they want to make her more punk, punk rock and shit. I'm not going to say no to that. Maybe we'll get Spider-Punk, too, then. Ooh. Fuck yeah. I gotta go home and download fucking Spider-Man. Beat that so I can play Miles Morales. <laughs> That was good, though. I'm excited. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You knew you were going to get me with the 2099, didn't you? Oh, yeah. You son of a bitch. <laughs> now, this next one surprisingly slipped under my radar. I, I did not realize it. Uh, article's definitely old. We haven't done topics in a while. And we haven't really <laughs> podcasted in a while either. But uh, It's been a couple months. I, I definitely wanted to keep it on here and throw it up there in case you had also missed it. There's a movie called Black Friday that came out on Black Friday last year. Hmm. And uh, stars our boy... Bruce Campbell. Fuck yeah. And 90s heartthrob Devin Sawa. What? Yeah. How did we not know about this? I don't know. So yeah, this came out November 19th of last year. So Did we... they turn the fucking what's the the, the Hadron Collider back on again or, or do we slip into another universe? We didn't we just miss this? It might be. Son of a bitch. But yeah, it's a it's a low budget glop fest called Black Friday. It manages to freshen the air for zombie flicks with a slimy sinister story. That speaks directly to those in the thankless world of customer service <laughs> and the abuse they endure from both ends of the capitalist chain. Nice. Starring Scream Kings, Bruce Campbell and Devin Sawa. Scream Kings, nice. Black Friday takes place during America's busiest shopping day of the year, the Friday after Thanksgiving, a day meant to screw over customers and workers alike so that companies can make record profits. <laughs> right out of the gate, our hero workers, who are expected to bond over this tradition of shared misery, have to deal with unrelenting hordes of aggressive shoppers, but throw in an alien meteor 
or sorry, alien meteor shower fueled body snatcher attack, and oh, Black Friday yeah. delivers a solid single location survive the night screamer that's gory, goofy, and surprisingly wise. Fuck yeah. I love it. Yeah. I'm fucking in. We, we gotta check this out. Are they at S-Mart? I hope so. Because, like, <laughs> Raimi would, would let them do that, right? I would think like, so. Hey, do you mind if we just call it S-Mart? He'd be like, fuck yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. With people more than ever now rejecting the rigors and low rewards of service industry employment, Black Friday is a gross-out good time that gives us a rare gem of a Thanksgiving bloodbath. <laughs> like Thanksgiving. <laughs> Campbell plays against his Evil Dead champion type wonderfully here as a dopey Weasley store manager. <laughs> but even this role, which is typically there for Stooge-style laughs, is given extra layers as things become more dire with the whole extraterrestrial pod people are taking over the world deal. Mm. As the danger mounts, the oh, ensemble shit, I starts... Saw... Who oh. else was in there? Sorry. Go oh, ahead. Yeah. I was reading ahead of you. Okay, yeah. The, the, the ensemble starts exhibiting a breakfast club dynamic, revealing more complex personalities while also never losing their baseline comedic sting. Yeah, Michael J. J. White's in there. You see that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. From Spawn. Yeah. yeah. Spawn and uh, uh, Bloodbone and a bunch of other shit. I fucking love Michael J. White. He's a man. Oh, and a legit martial artist, by the way. Oh, really? Oh, fucking 100% legit. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, he's a black belt. Okay. And he's won, like, actual fights and shit. Like, he's competed. He's a bad motherfucker. I love Michael J. White. He was a perfect pick for Spawn, by the way. Nice. And this reviewer says, Plus, Fallout Boy's Patrick Stump definitely handles the score <laughs> and various needle drops, helping create a uniquely textured horror comedy that now, with 2021 nearing a close, holds even more layers to it than perhaps even originally intended. Oh, Bruce Campbell's got a fucking mustache, too. <laughs> Badass. Yeah. We're gonna have to find this and watch it, dude. Yeah, they gave it a 7 out of 10, so... I bet we give That's it, like, a so. 9 out of 10. I think so. <laughs> I wanna watch this. Yeah, we gotta find this movie. I wanna watch it. It's badass, though. Yeah. Yeah, Black Friday. Black Friday. Yeah, we're gonna look for that. We're gonna find that. Some more movie news. This one's gonna make you upset. Because right there in the title. Yeah, what the fuck? Keanu Reeves wants to play Constantine again, but no one will let him. Why not? He needs to. Well, like, I mean, he's huge right now. Yeah. We're 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 still in the middle of the Keanu Sans. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this this was in the press tour whenever he was doing rounds for Bill and Ted Face the Music from last year. Right. He uh he was on the late show with Sto- Stephen Colbert. And they said the the one role nobody's asking him to return to, despite his own personal desire to, is John Constantine. Hmm. Reeves was asked what other past role he'd like to return to, knowing that if he was asked, he would probably get it. And he said, no, that's not true. That happens. I would love to play John Constantine again from the Constantine movie. Reeves added that while he tried to get a second Constantine movie off the ground with him in the role, there was no interest from Hollywood. How long ago did he try, though? Uh, Is what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Because, like... Right now, maybe there is some talk about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Unless the only like, let's say they would just wouldn't want to have an older character play Constantine. They want to keep it young. So like, since they're going into the new phase of Marvel, where everybody's young and hip now. Yeah. But it's like, let him be the fucking Robert Downey Jr. role. Then let him be the one oh, older man. actor who's That'd just full great. of charisma. While you have a bunch of the young fucking hot twinks running around mm-hmm. to build up that. I'm like, let him fucking. Why can't he play Constantine? What the yeah. fuck is wrong with you? And I'm fucking, sad at this, too. Fucking Disney. 
There were criticisms regarding the film's casting, namely Reeves and American playing the gruff British supernatural hero. Oh yeah, a lot of people hated that. And while critics also weren't enamored with the movie at the time, it's at 46% on Rotten Tomatoes. I love them. I, I thought the movie was awesome. Yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't like the comics, but that was back when when you got a comic book movie, you like you knew it wasn't going to be like the comic books. You right. know what I mean? Like, hell, fucking Marvel movies aren't like the comic books, really, unless fucking Taika's directing them. Yeah. Uh... So, because I mean, you know, you know me, I'm a huge fan of Constantine. Oh, absolutely. And like, you, you know, just let me borrow another trade tonight. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I, I gave you the uh, original sense from the Hellraiser run. Um, but like, Constantine, you know, Count of Reeves is nothing like the comic book Constantine. Constantine's blonde and British. He was based off of uh, uh, David Bowie. Mm. Is what Constantine's kind of supposed to be like. And uh, you know, obviously, Count of Reeves is David Bowie. <laughs> we all know that. Uh, but I, I still thought he was good and I liked, I thought that movie was great. I love that movie. I still watch it like all the time. <laughs> it was on HBO for a while. I would watch it like every now and then. Oh, nice. And, uh, yeah, like, I mean, it, like I said, it was also back then when, you know, when you went to a comic book movie, you knew it was going to be different, but you're like, how are they going to make it different? Maybe I'll still like it. And they'll get some of the fun parts of the character there. Yeah. And I felt like they did. Oh yeah. And I mean, that movie's got the greatest, uh, on-screen persona of Satan ever. Mm-hmm. Fucking, um, what's Storm his name? Yeah. yeah, Peter Stormare plays Satan, and he's so good in that. He's fucking barefoot in a white suit. He's got, like, tar all yeah. over his feet. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. And even their hellscape stuff, like, whenever he goes into the yeah, hell it, dimension. It, it looks so, like, yeah, it looks like a, nu- like a nu- nuclear bomb just went off and mm-hmm. shit, and they're all zombied and shit. That was fucking badass. I thought oh, it was yeah. cool. It's got fucking Rachel Weiss in it, who's mm-hmm. just a fucking great actress and stupid hot. <laughs> The only problem with that movie is that Shia LaBeouf's in it. That's it. And even then, not much. Yeah, and, and even then, yeah, he doesn't even ruin and he, it. He's not terrible. Yeah, no, he's okay. Could have picked anybody else to do it, but yeah. I guess Holes was big the year before, so they put him <laughs> in that movie. So I don't know. Yeah. I'm just saying. Whenever this, because this was written in December of last year, mm-hmm. so I'm, there might be some talk now where it's like, hey, you know what? People love Keanu Reeves. Maybe we can get him to like even do like a. Fucking, you know, multiverse thing. He's a right. different Constantine for a couple minutes or something sure, like that. And then, yeah. and then you bring in the, the hot twink from the CW. You're <laughs> going to have play Constantine. Who cares? Yeah. I don't know. I'm just saying. DC. Yeah. Maybe yeah. think about it. Some of your best for all the DC movies that have come out. Mm-hmm. Live action anyway. Most of the ones that were highly liked were the ones that were a little bit more fun. Had a little bit of fun with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not all doom and gloom. <laughs> maybe have a little fun here maybe that's have some that's... fucking Keanu Reeves moving on to TV <laughs> history of the world part 2 is finally happening <gasps> Nazis on ice Jews in space <laughs> more than 40 years after the original movie it's coming uh, part of Hulu I think yeah that's what it says yep. Yep. Hulu was ordered 8 episodes of yep. yeah right there Described huh. it as a variety series, so it's likely to follow the original movie's anthology structure of multiple historical stories. Brooks will write the series, with Nick Kroll, Wanda Sykes, Ike Barinholtz, David Stassen, and Kevin Salter. Why is anyone allowed to write with Mel Brooks? I'm not sure. Why don't you guys just get him some fucking coffee and let him work? How's that sound? <laughs> Nothing against Nick Kroll or Wanda Sykes. or the, yeah. A lot of those people are very talented, and I like them. But they're not fucking Mel Brooks. It's his first writing project for the screen since 2015. He was quoted saying, I can't wait to once more tell the real truth about all the phony baloney stories the world has been conned into believing our history. 
(laughs) (laughs) Now, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. Obviously, first thoughts, super excited. I want Mel Brooks to write things forever. Yeah, absolutely. He's possibly the funniest person left alive on this planet. How could you not? Yeah. Here's the problem. We all know what Hollywood is like nowadays. Yeah. Is he going to be allowed to be funny? I hope so, man. I mean, it's like we always talk about how you couldn't make Blazing Saddles nowadays. Right. But like... Are they going to come in here and try to fucking PC up Mel Brooks' bullshit? How how dare you even try to? Because, like, you don't get to try to PC up Mel Brooks' bullshit. Yeah. Mel Brooks was a Jew whose family escaped the Holocaust, and then he planned... He got in the army and went back to Germany and whooped some ass. Yeah. So you don't get to talk shit. Mel Brooks do whatever the fuck he wants. But, I don't know. I'm going to hold out hope for this. We'll see what happens. All right. Next up is a fun story about Quentin Tarantino writing a book with a bizarre in-universe backstory about himself. Oh, yeah. I've, I've heard about this. So, you know, playing off of the success of his novelization of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's going to be writing a new book, which focuses on Leonardo DiCaprio's actor, Rick Dalton. However, the twist, Tarantino says the book is written by a separate alternate history version of himself. <laughs> what do you think he's going to make himself? Oh, I don't know. This is going to be great, let's, though. Well, let's, let's try to guess before we read any further down. Okay. What is Tarantino going to make himself in his own in-universe? It's too cliche to make him a critic, I think. He wouldn't be a movie critic. I think he maybe just a producer. I'm thinking, here's what I think he's going to do. Uh-huh. I think he's going to make himself like a paparazzi. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. a, like a Hollywood journalist type. Like he's fucking uh, Capote. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I, I think Tarantino's going to make himself like a Truman Capote type. <laughs> he's just like, that's the story of Rick Dalton. the new book is called the films of rick dalton and it contains the complete filmography of dalton's fictional work excellent tarantino says it takes inspiration from books from the 70s where people could read up on their favorite actors you would get books like the films of charles bronson the films of anthony quinn well this is that it gives you a little quickie biography of his life and then it starts going through the career the concept seems straightforward enough, but it's the backstory for the book's author where things start to get confusing. While Quentin Tarantino will appear on the cover, it's not the same Tarantino who directed Once Upon a Time in Hollywood in our universe. It's the Quentin Tarantino within the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood's alternate universe. <laughs> in the interview, Tarantino painted a picture of the in-universe Tarantino meeting Dalton in Hawaii in 1998 at a film festival, long after Dalton had retired from acting. He comes down to the hotel that I'm staying at, and there's Rick. He's about 40 pounds heavier, but there he is, Tarantino said. So we have a ball, and he's a really nice fellow, and my movie shows, and he comes to the Oh, he's just going to make himself a director. He's still a director. (laughs) (laughs) After having a good time together in Hawaii, the alternate Tarantino apparently decides to create an event celebrating Rick Dalton's career, followed up by a book called The Man Who Would Be McQueen, the films of Rick Dalton. (laughs) That's insane, dude. Uh, and I'm so fucking... ready for it. So he's, he's, it's basically, he's made Rick Dalton, uh, fucking Ray Parks then, essentially, like what he's doing. How, yeah. like, he just, like, be, like, in real life, Tarantino <laughs> love Ray, Ray Parks and put him in a bunch of shit. That's fucking fantastic. Even yeah. better than my idea. I take back my, as always, Quentin Tarantino has better ideas than me. It's shocking. It's fucking fantastic. I'm going to 100% read this book. It's not even a, there's not even a question on whether I'm going to read this book. <laughs> Hopefully it comes out before I have to watch the Batman. I'll have something to read while that four and a half hour long abortion happens. <laughs> I'm going to move into some video games now. Following up on some other articles we've done in the past, 
someone has now made the Doom game inside of Minecraft. <laughs> Check this shit out, dude. I love that everybody just keeps remaking Doom. Yeah. I'll never get tired of that. That's fucking tight. Yeah, apparently this is based on the recent Doom games. Mm. Oh, yeah, no, that was easy to sell. Okay. Uh, it isn't an exact copy. Uh, the creator, uh, let me get his full name here, uh, Sabogi, I guess. Sibogi, yeah, Sibogi, S-I-B-O-G-Y. Okay. Some yeah. kind of modder. Yeah. And it's on uh, Reddit, apparently, if you guys want to go look for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's made it a completely free download, if anyone wants to download it. That's, it looks like it's on our Minecraft commands. So I guess go to r slash Minecraft commands and just I basically just search Doom. I'm sure it'll pop up. Yeah. But it was posted by uh, Sibogi, Sibogi, S-I-B-O-G-Y, if you guys feel like downloading this mod. I mean, it seems clean. IGN's running an article on it, so I doubt you're going to get a fucking... Virus from it, but it looks cool as shit. Yeah, it does. Something that seemed fun that he wanted to implement it. It took him two years to build it. Fuck yeah. That's shocked it's only two years. Yeah. Jesus, that's fucking fun though. Oh yeah. And looks really fun. Like that. Be a kind of good little twist on things. Oh yeah. We're gonna finish up with some comic book news. We already mentioned this before, but I just wanted to bring it up. Uh, DC oh, yeah. Comics gonna be killing the Justice League in April. So yeah, happy for birthday the, for what the seventh or eighth time now at this point. I it's think fine. so. Yeah. So we're ending it uh, with Justice League number seventy-five. It'll be written by Joshua Williamson and drawn by Rafa Sandoval. Hmm. There won't be an immediate replacement on the way, however, because most of the team will be killed in that story, battling a team called the Dark Army. That finale is intended to serve as the foundation for an ongoing storyline that will see the DCU come to terms with the loss of so many beloved superheroes. Blackest Night? This new storyline is intentionally designed to echo the infamous Death of Superman crossover from 92, which culminated with the Man of Steel losing his life in a battle and an <clears throat> issue number 75 also. Yeah, against Doomsday. Though Superman did eventually return to life, it was only after a prolonged absence and the rise of four temporary replacements in the follow-up crossover Reign of the Superman. By prolonged absence, they mean like maybe a year. Uh, yeah, more or less. <laughs> I mean, that's a long time. I mean, technically, yeah, but... Yeah. It, it was a long time at the time, but they've also... They've killed off the Justice League like fucking eight times at this point. Yeah. And like, I'm not talking shit. I still love comics and everything, but... Yeah, I know you're going to kill off the Justice League. You want to get in new characters. You want to keep... Because for some reason nowadays, it's not about keeping the fans we have. It's about we have to bring in new fans. Mm-hmm. So it's just, yeah, we'll we'll kill them off every three years. We'll try to get the new fucking Sprout, and then we'll move on. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm still going to read comics and shit. I don't care. Yeah. So, of the current Justice League roster of Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, Jon Stewart, Martian Manhunter, Hawk Girl. Aquaman, Green Arrow, Black Canary, and Zatanna. Only one member will survive their battle with the Dark Army and bring news of the tragedy to Earth. Who do you think it's going to be? I think it'll be... I'm going to go Green Arrow. You think Green Arrow? I think Green Arrow will survive, yeah. I think it's to be Black Canary. Oh, yeah? I think Green Arrow, uh, seeing as how the fucking Hawkeye show got so big with his daughter, uh-huh. I think you're going to bring in Green Arrow's daughter. I forget her fucking name now. Okay. Uh, I think it'll either be Black Canary or Zatanna who's going to win. It's gonna, one of the lesser known ones. That would make sense. That way they can use all of the already established names and bring mm-hmm. in new characters to be those names. Yeah. That's what I think is going to happen. They are saying presumably this will force a younger generation of heroes like John Kent, Yara Floor, Chase Fox, and Naomi McDuffie to step up and fill the void left by their mentors. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, he could be onto something. Yeah, there. I'm thinking it'll be Black Canary or Zatanna. Maybe more Zatanna than Black Canary. Okay. 
Let's see the results of the poll. Because she's magic. Who do so. they think is going to survive? Let's see the results. Everybody thinks Batman. Nope. They kill Batman more than they kill Superman. <laughs> There's a new Batman every fucking two years. It's fine. There's been like six Bat. I could name six Batman right now. Lowest chance to uh, survive is Hawk Girl, Hawk two point nine. Oh, now they should just make it Hawk Girl. I'm like, well, fuck you yeah. then. Yeah. <laughs> fucking show you, pull you son of a bitch. We're pretty close here. Black Canary got a four point nine. Green Lantern got a four point six. I don't even have Green Arrow on here. He wasn't even one of the answers. So that's how off the chart so I, I am. I know he's gonna fucking die. Just <laughs> <laughs> bummer because I like Great Arrow. Yeah. Is it too. still Oliver Queen or is it somebody else now? No, I think it's still Ollie. Yeah. Is it still Ollie? Mm-hmm. I was wondering that because you know they they did the whole backstory with him. Well, not backstory, but they did the whole story with him being like a abusive yeah. uh, uh, husband. I was wondering if they're gonna like keep him or you know kill him off to build a new one, kind of like yeah. what they did with uh, Hank Pym. Right. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. No, I think they, they've, they've tried to redeem him since then, so. That's uh, cool. Yeah. And then uh, we're getting a new uh, Flashpoint this summer. Oh, yeah. The DC Multiverse. Oh, yeah, I think we've talked about this, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I had the, the preview comment. That's that I right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, even though the Flashpoint reality was seemingly wiped away when the new 52 was born, it's returning with a vengeance. IGN exclusively announced that original Flashpoint writer Jeff Johns is returning to the world in a new limited series dubbed Flashpoint Beyond. You, you said it wrong. It's returning with a vengeance. <laughs> Johns will delve deeper into the world of Flashpoint and continue the story of its most tragic figure, the Thomas Wayne Batman. Fuck yeah. First up, Johns is teaming with Flashpoint Batman Night of Vengeance artist Eduardo Riso for Flashpoint Beyond Number Zero which focuses on this twisted dark night and the circumstances surrounding his return to the Flashpoint reality. From there, each issue of the series will feature the three writers working with Injustice Gods Among Us artist Zermanico as Batman hunts for a mysterious villain known as the Clockwork Killer. Hmm. Uh, check out some of these covers, though. That, that looks pretty sick. That one's pretty fucking tight. Mm. I, I love the fucking raised shoulders on the Flashpoint Batman. I've yeah. always loved that look. And then one last bit of fun news. Batman is going to be taking over Superman's Fortress of Solitude in a new DC series. It was already Batman's to begin with. <laughs> so Batman may have a plan for just about everything, but he's just an ordinary human. But what happens when Batman is suddenly given control of one of the most powerful weapons in the DC universe? That's the premise behind an upcoming DC comic series dubbed Batman colon Fortress. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. I love, I love the name already. Written by Rogue One of Star Wars Stories' Gary Whitta and okay. drawn by Transmetropolitan and The Boys co-creator oh. Derek Robertson. Oh, so in. Fortress explores what happens when Batman is forced to respond to an alien invasion. With Superman MIA, Batman has no choice but to take command of the Fortress of Solitude and unleash every tool in its vast arsenal to combat the invaders. This is going to be the shortest comic book in history. (laughs) You just gave Batman unlimited fucking power and resources. What is he going to do? I don't know, probably win in six pages and go take a nap, maybe eat a sandwich? What are we fucking talking about here? (laughs) Oh yeah, I like that a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds like the shortest comic book in history. I don't know how they could, how this is going to take longer than 15 minutes. It's an eight-issue limited series. That's five issues longer than I expected. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> when an unknown alien ship enters Earth's atmosphere, disrupting global power and communications and plunging the planet into chaos, the world is left wondering, where is Superman when he's needed most? In the mysterious absence of the last son of Krypton, Batman must rally the rest of the Justice League to counter the alien threat. 
but first he must quell a quiet crime wave on the blacked-out streets of Gotham. Gary Whitta and Derek Robinson join forces to turn everything you think you know about Superman upside down in DC's new comic book miniseries, Batman Fortress, launching this May. I gotta remember to read this. I mean, if Batman wanted to get into the Fortress of Solitude, he could. It would take like it'd take him a day. It's Batman. <laughs> yeah. The fuck are we talking about? Even fucking Superman knows that. So yeah, first issue drops May 24th. Nice. I'm gonna make sure to read that. This is badass. Yeah. I didn't realize there was a connection between Transmit and the boys either. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the yeah, Derek Robertson did the... Uh, I think he... The artist for both of them. I think he did the inking for one of them and just the actual drawing for the other one. Okay. I'm not sure 100% on that. It, they cross over a lot, especially in, like, that era of the comic books, especially in, like, the, like, Dark Horse style, you know, Vertigo thing where it was, like, kind of the punk rock. Yeah, all the independent. Where yeah. it was just like, yeah, let's just fucking... You guys write whatever the fuck you want and we'll pay for it. It's fine. Yeah. So there was a lot of crossover. Like, they all kind of did, like, you know, somebody would be listed as the anchor and the and the artist and shit like that but really mm. they were all doing it it was just kind of those things nice. like the fucking when the Coen brothers make a movie yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? and they make up an editor because they just edit together yeah that yeah, looks badass I'm gonna fucking check into that shit yeah looks like we got some good stuff coming dude if I just I'm called... glad you still have that uh, DC universe <laughs> oh fuck it dude I ain't getting get rid of that comic books are tight it's modern myth that's all the topics I have if you wanna throw us on out of here it is getting a bit late well, anyway, guys, uh, thank you so much for sitting in here, listening to us. Hopefully, we got to entertain you, got some laughs out of you, some shit like that. Hopefully, this is more entertaining than that horseshit three and a half hour long abortion that Matt Reeves is trying to pass off as a Batman movie literally fucking seven hours ago because he's not even mad enough to have a midnight release anymore because he's fucking soft. Also, we appreciate you guys listening so much. We, we love you very much. Varble, thank you again for. Fucking getting up here, getting on the mics with me, buddy. Absolutely. Fucking banging out some topics and shit. I had a good time. Did you have a good time, Bubba? I had a great time. Excellent. And uh, let's see. What else do we need to throw out? I don't know. You, you got anything special you want to throw out real quick? Or? Not really. It just felt good to get some of these topics off the board. I've been holding on to a couple Fair. of them for yeah. several months. So. Yeah, this is, a, this, is this, a, this is a wipe the slate clean now. Yeah, this is a slate wipe episode. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. I think we're going to skip questions today. Because uh, it's, it's been a while. There's going to be some stale questions. If you guys had a question we didn't get to, I apologize for that. Send it back in. If, if, if that's cool, if you don't mind, send it back in, and I'll, I'll, I'll answer it next time, I promise. And uh, as always, follow us on Twitter, at The A to Z Show. Nice. There you go. Not rusty at all. And you can send all the questions, comments, concerns, things like that there. Also, give us a follow. we got to you know pump up the numbers a little bit. Maybe we can get a fucking sponsor or something we can stop paying for our own booze uh you can also follow both of us on twitter uh varble is at big guy acv on twitter that's me and i am at melch knows best m-e-l-c-h knows best uh you know we like to tweet about a lot of other shit mostly memes that's what i do a lot is just memes and yell about hockey scores because i don't i'm never going to take anything serious guys and we all know it uh also if you don't want to be affiliated with us on twitter i understand that we do have an email that you can send things to, and that is uh, a2zshow.ask at gmail.com. Uh, send anything you want, you know, questions, comments, concerns, recipes, uh, business deals, insider trading, uh, anything like that. That would be cool. 
And uh, also, while you're at it, if you could do us a big favor, whatever application you are using to cast this pod on, be that Spotify, iTunes, anything like that, go ahead and give us like a rate, give us a review, hopefully five stars, that would be cool. And uh, let's try to get the numbers pumped up. Maybe we can make a little bit better uh, production value and things like that here. Okay. And uh, other than that, I mean, love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. As always, you're the best. Varble, you're the best. I love you, Bubba. Love you, too. And uh, thank you, guys. Everybody who's listening who was there at my wedding, we all appreciate it again. Just want to say thanks. And we will see you uh, soon. Love you guys. Later. Bye-bye.